everyone. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Great to have your company. Oh, we had Kelly Rowland yes. on the show. She's fabulous. She, do you know she's really nice when you – obviously she's over in the States, mm. but I would say that she has been the most warm guest I've ever interviewed in person. Yeah. She's From, really like when I, I when I went over there to, to interview her um, in person, she was mm. the nicest one out of the voice. Mm, really? Yeah. She was like, you know, when someone's Even above come... Guy. No, no, no. I, no. <laughs> well, I thought you really got along with Boy George too. I did. That's yeah. a good point. You bonded with him. Yeah. But I, but the warmth. The warmth. The warmth. She just wasn't in a hurry to get you out. Do you mm. know? She. Yeah. You ever had those ones where you're interviewing someone you're like, well, I, <clears throat> I got to go. I got to go. Remember that was, that was Ed Sheeran. Mm. We like early days Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, after that he was like, "Who are you guys?" Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we couldn't get him out. He's like, "So do you guys want to like play computer games and stuff?" And we're like, "We're gonna get home." We just had kids. Are you, spe- are you spewing now that yes. you didn't? Yeah, no, I don't still you hate don't like that. computer games? But <laughs> <laughs> no, but like to have a remember when we hung out in the hotel, and drunk story. Mm. Mine was the prodigy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love yes. the prodigy. Mm. Was it the big day out? Oh. Their um their management was hectic, mm. and we're like they they got five minutes, but they and it was literally like they wouldn't stop talking, and they were looking at me for more questions, and I was like, I've gone through my five <laughs> questions, yeah. I'm all done, and then they let me take some of their beer when I left. That's yeah, right. That's right. Mm. Luke Perry was another one for me. Oh my god, he was. That's too... a that's a big name. Yeah. He was a bit. F- Full on, he though. was a bit full on, but I'd interviewed him um, a couple of times. So by the end, well, I think I'd interviewed him three times. By the end, he's like, "Hey, I'm like, hey, how you going?" Oh, doesn't that make you feel good when yeah. they remember you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Jason, but yeah, he was a bit. Uh, what would you say? I'm not going to say anything. Handsy? No, no, let's let him rest past, in peace. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll, get, I'll give you one more, Jason Derulo. Yeah. Uh, last, no, maybe not last time. A couple times before. Remember Army was... Friday when we were looking through the window? Yeah, in his little you cubicle. Were. Was I drunk? Yeah. 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 In his little, because they like, had those uh, vestibules. Yeah, and I was like, dude, the windows are tinted. It doesn't mean that he can't see out. Like, is he in there? He's in there. I'm like, he's trying. Do not remember that. <laughs> you see his teeth oh. this week? Uh, yes, he what did happened? corn. He put corn, corn on challenge. a drill. It's a challenge of how to eat corn. You put it on a, um, a drill and then and you, you go, spin it and he took his two front teeth out. Or they just bucked up. They got probably pushed him back down, but he's amazing on TikTok. Yeah. So really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was pretty full on. Anyway, so he was nice, you said. Yeah, no, because I always, whenever you see celebrities, you, or I always say, like I ne- always act like as if I've never met them yeah. because mm-hmm. I don't want to go through that thing of like, yeah, uh, definitely. you know. Um, and I said, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And he goes, you've interviewed me like three or four times. Wow. And that was like, it was nice he remembered me, but then I felt like no, a shit guy because he's like, how can he not remember me? I'm Jason Derulo. <laughs> you, think I am? you think I'm Craig David? You think <laughs> yeah. I'm Craig David, don't you? <laughs> like, oh, what a, I, and then I explained the whole thing. I know, man. I just didn't want to make it awkward for you if you didn't remember me. And he just looked at me like, okay. 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 Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Here's the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? Ask us anything. We love you being a part of the show, so call up. First calls, 131060. Ellie in Mitchelton. Ellie, how old are you? Uh, I'm 12. 12. Thanks for calling. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I was just saying that we are being doing lots of trivia at school at the moment. Even the teachers are having a go. Oh, okay. Oh. So because we do turf war trivia here on, on our show and we're doing oh, north, really? north versus South. So maybe they're trying to use you guys as practice runs to win money on our radio show, Ellie. Oh. 
Are you learning a lot though? Uh, yeah, we are. Some tests are coming up, so. Can you hit it? What yeah. you, what you, what's the best bit of trivia yeah. that you've learned? Well, we like doing all sorts of uh, TV show trivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Give us some. Come on, share it. You're on the radio. Everyone wants to. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the first one was who's the main actor in Twilight? Oh, oh Christian Stewart. Yeah, and there was like there was a Pitch Perfect one. Yeah. So would you? I see yeah. that's Robert that's Patterson. If you say the main actor. Can you yeah. only pick one, or can you say well, it's, it's Bella's story? It's Christian Stewart. Yeah. It was, was kind of either one, yeah. 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 Any Sex in the City questions? Probably not. No. No. So I no. would get those right. No. Yeah. Well, it wasn't all about that. It was their lifestyle. I know it's of in the course. title. Like, yeah. What, what yeah. was the brand of handbag yeah. that Carrie wore? Walking Dead. Did that, did that come up? No. no yeah. yeah. I haven't really seen that movie yet. No, no, no. no, 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 no of, course, of course not. Well, good um, luck in Uncle all your Stav. tests. Come on. Good um, luck, Ellie, Ellie. that are coming up. Thank you for listening. Do not log on to Uncle Stav's Netflix profile and watch Walking Dead. You'd be fine. Renee in Bevan Gary's. <laughs> oh, you used to work in a Photoshop. I sure did. Years ago, I worked in a in a photo lab in New South Wales called Bowen's Photographics. Oh, oh, oh. as long as it's New South Wales, we can ask them. Because um, we, <laughs> we wouldn't want you to see anything of ours. What was some of the, the worst things you'd see? Oh, sex acts. <gasps> yeah. Just, just don't cut yeah. the mustard there. Just go straight into it. Um, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone doing illegal stuff, like taking photos of drugs? There was occasionally, but um, not not much of that. Many... Many of the dirty kind. Uh, was it? Is it like a not a doctor-patient privilege? But the, did the people were they shy about it when they came to get their photos, or they they knew what they were doing? They didn't care. Um, I think they knew what they were doing, but see, we didn't. We weren't shy about it. Mm. That would be the first photo that we'd show them as we'd hand them to them. <gasps> <laughs> That's right, Renee, because you used to give them to like, make sure they were fine. Yours. Yeah. Oh, Renee. You're like, look here. You've got a little bit of red eye there. There's ways to reduce yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And, what, yeah. and what then there was a drawer in the background too that oh. we'd keep them in. Yeah. So you that. did. You yeah. did make your own copies, and you had like a drawer of glory of everyone that sort of wow. had stuff. And not of not of everything, but no. of the the really interesting ones <laughs> and the um and the interesting nature pics. Yeah. 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 What about because you could send people in to pick up your photos mm. for you? Mm-hmm. So just say for instance you had uh, some photos and had some untoward things in it and you knew maybe someone's mum coming to collect it for them, would you still show them that photo as well? No, I'd quickly shuffle them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. The yeah, standards. Yeah. The wife comes in and she's not in any of the photos. Uh, yeah, I won't show you well, these. Yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> you wouldn't always have faces in them. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine, Pretty much, yeah. In a small town, right? Like yeah. I grew up in a really tiny town of Gladstone. Mm. Imagine if you did see those types of photos. Everyone knew everyone. Mm. So when you were developing people's photos you knew, Renee, were you always nervous? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, Often I would not be the one to serve them when they'd come pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> and Renee would develop her own late at night. Hey, Renee. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kelly from Ripley, you're on the air with us for first calls. What do you want to chat about? Oh, uh, Manny, I don't. It's. I was absolutely laughing yesterday morning on my drive to work because I don't actually realize think that you realize what you said yesterday morning in regards to the 
socially distanced baptisms. Oh, this is when he was talking about, someone commented on this on Facebook, that you, you remember you are talking about the water guns, mm. the pump-up water guns? Yeah, yeah, the super soakers, because the, mm. the, the priests are now shooting kids with yeah, um, water Yeah, because they've got to do social distancing. Water. And you, yeah. you made this comment. We've, we've got it if you just press the button. <laughs> what if he gets the good ones? You know the ones where they need to like, and the more you pumped, and then eventually you couldn't pump no more, and then the trigger just had so much pressure that it would just... Right in the eye. Uh, Magic gets uh, a kid in the eye. So I don't get it, Kelly. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He just looks so innocent, though, because you just did not get what you said. Which is unusual. (laughs) It really hurt in the eye because it was very strong. You have to tell Kelly. (laughs) It does really hurt in the eye. Yes, you're right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Money over everything. I'm liking all the news stories that are coming out at the moment, and it's before tax time. Mm. And I was like, that's a bit early, and you forget, oh, no. no. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> nearly done. <laughs> but they're always like, hey, you could save money at tax time. And this one's the best because it's unclaimed money. Mm. And you go, that could be me. Mm. The State Revenue Office says that there is $100 million Wait. waiting. You got that $100 Million dollars <laughs> waiting to be collected by Victorians. So if that's Victoria, mm. imagine what is right around the country now. Do you reckon Victoria is the most unorganised though? At the nah, moment, that's where. Like, are they just all like, "Oh, well, la di da, got my coffee, don't need the money"? <laughs> nah, see, I reckon Victoria is where most of the underbelly stuff happened. Uh, so oh, they're on top of there. They're right. on top of there. Okay, there's, okay. there's, you know, the family. <laughs> the family. So when they talk about unclaimed money, it's in a suitcase somewhere in a park in West Melbourne. <laughs> but did they say that Come one? claim it and unzip it. <laughs> lady herself is owed one million. Like, just one lady herself is owed one million. I don't know how that goes missing. Well, it's usually um, things like unclaimed superannuation. Um, Sometimes it'll be really rich people who have multiple bank accounts, Mm. and then they just forget Forget that they've got that bank account. What about um, if you inherit? Money and you didn't realise. Oh, yeah. Does it go to there? Well, it, well, that that's the other thing too. So it could be, say, a family member um, had multiple bank accounts and they were hiding it from their kids uh, or whatever, and then they, they die. Die. The kid didn't know about it, right. so it's just sitting there. Now, um, in Queensland, the Queensland trustee currently holds even more than Victoria. So we here in Queensland mm. are even lazier with one hundred forty-nine million unclaimed dollars. How right. is that? So how much do we have each? <laughs> well, I, there's a website you can go to oh, to find out. There is a database. Um, and I searched for myself, mm. and unfortunately, I have no money that is unclaimed. There okay. are a lot of other actants, um, and I would find them and tell them we're related, but that was usually just like so you can just type seven in or eight bucks. Any name? Any name? I thought you'd have to give it like a tax file number or something. No, no just any name. You can just put in your surname, and find out all your family members as well. Mm. Oh, this is a fun database. So um, I had none. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let's find out if uh, you guys have some. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I would have told you. I'll tell no, you about no, it. No, no, you wouldn't have. You would have claimed no, for have. it. You know all that detail. Whack on a pair of glasses, fraud. stick the teeth out. Yeah. I think this money's mine. <laughs> I mean, just sign here. No I, reason. I'm I would do that. Sweet. I would do that. But when I put in, when I put in Stuart Davidson. Oh, give away my Which that was. Identity. Did you spell it right? You know, it gets funny if it's an A or an E. Did you? Hey, you're an, you're an S-T-E-U, aren't you? 
No one's S-T-E-U. That's the way you spell it. S-T-E-W. Oh, sorry. W, I meant. So right. W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I did spell it right. Mm. And uh, good news yeah. for you, buddy. Uh, but I have not stolen from you because you have no money. And that's the good news. Yeah. Okay. I didn't Thanks. steal from you. You didn't steal from me. No. I appreciate that. Because yeah. uh, I didn't have any money. <laughs> well, I still didn't steal. I didn't steal your VCR. This you is didn't a have weird one. sort of lottery, but I want to win. I, I know, right? But because the good thing is, you get this back. You get this money back. Yeah. Mm. I hope um, I've got a rich uncle somewhere. Let's start with your husband. Yeah. I put Scott Burden in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott Burden's come back. Yeah. I've got a hit. As negative. Um, I want to know, though, his middle name? Anthony. Oh, so close. Oh. Scott Andrew Burden. Could you, have been Andrew. Are you sure? I'm yeah. not sure. You don't use it very often. No, it's just A. He's got five bucks unclaimed. Mm, okay. uh, sounds like him. Um, and it's from from Colonial Mutual Life uh, Insurance Society. So, did he ever live in New South Wales in Lemon Tree? No. Uh, well, it's definitely not him then. No, he lived on the Gold Coast for many years. No, 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 no showing up. But you, Abby. Uh, Abby Burden, no results. Okay. So since getting married, Abby Burden's been pretty good, collected her cash. Yeah, because we've got shared accounts. But before mm-hmm. that, I was dodgy. But uh, let's talk about Abby Coleman. We've heard the tales <laughs> of the days of Abby Coleman. Well, I, I did once find my lost super because I had a super account. I know this sounds stupid. I had a super account from when I used to dance at nightclubs. No, you need that. Mm. Well, they used to pay us cash but still gave us super anyway. Mm. Well, retirement. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> you're, not, you're not on the pole for a long time. <laughs> Oh, classy. (laughs) Yeah, can't touch. (laughs) Can't touch. That's extra. (laughs) Don't feed the dancers. It wasn't that sort of dancing, guys. Anyway. (laughs) What did you wear? Uh, Boots, (laughs) shorts, and a crop top. You lived in Sydney for a short time, didn't you? Yes, yeah. In Darlinghurst? Yeah. Did you live on Stanley Street? Yes. Number 49 Stanley Street. Yeah. Darlinghurst. Do you just know this? Are you trying no, to get up? No, because it tells me that this this unclaimed money, which is moneysmart.gov.au, by the way, we'll get it up on our well, Facebook. Do I have you money? Get your bond 49 back? Stanley Street. Yes, it's me. Darlinghurst. Um, One Path Life Limited. That's where the money's from. Sounds like a cult you would have joined back then. <laughs> <laughs> During my poetry reading time. <laughs> I'm thinking it's some sort of superannuation or how something. Much, Abby Coleman. From 49 Stanley Street, Darlinghurst, in New South Wales, the unclaimed money that you need to get is 100 cents. That's it. Cheers, isn't it? A dollar. Cheers, isn't it? As Owen Black said, I need a dollar, and you can give him a dollar. You've got one. We should hunt it down. Look, there you are, one dollar. That's almost pointless. Like to have that information there, you know. Well, I want it back. <laughs> Think of the interest they've earned off that. <laughs> One dollar. That's wow. good from all those years ago. And you think back then a dollar was a lot of money from life insurance. <laughs> knowing her, In uh, knowing her occupation, it's actually a note. <laughs> oh, chuckles! Uh, well, there you go. Uh, Check it out. Yeah. Um, so is it smart? Money smart? MoneySmart.gov.au. Yeah. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. It's Grant in ya. The unsackable man. They got rid of him on Family Feud and he just pops up again. Here I am. Uh, Grant Denya, this is Hello? exciting news, buddy. Hello? Hello? He hung up. Great intro, mate. 
I said he's unsackable. <laughs> I didn't say sack Can him. Can you say hello and just hang up? God, yeah. he was chatting to our producer for a while. What'd you do what to him? What did you say, Shiv? Wow. I don't know. She knocked him back. <laughs> he's steady on. He's got a wife, mate. Mm, kids. Nice, Cute, cute nice little kids. Wife as well. Mm. Oh, I said she knocked him back for a follow-up interview halfway through the season. Uh, you guys need to stop colouring in my words. It's defamation. No, it's just you are very predictable. You don't know that? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, you are. Uh, some things. And that was what I was insinuating. <laughs> <laughs> They're patching him back through at the moment at Channel 10. Well, this is the deal. Uh, it's coming back. Family feud. It's going to be... Um, for frontline workers who can apply via the 10 website, it's going to be in July, so it's going to be good to see all of those frontline workers. Is it going to be in Zoom or is it going to be... Well, these are all questions July, for Grant be, when we yeah. get him back on the phone. Should yeah. I roll an ad break and come back to him? Because, uh, oh, no. Okay. Okay. Alright, let's just... Uh, Grant what'd you hang up for, mate? You just disappeared. Oh, hey, survey says you did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, good sure. Good one. We've, we've done oh. all the plug for the show already. Yeah, I we don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, no, but honestly, it's, it, it is exciting that it's coming back. Back and hey, you you kind of won, didn't you? Really, the return of it. Uh, well, it was. It's good. It's. A, I get asked all the time. Uh, you know, when's it coming back? And we love that show. And we thought now's a pretty good time to do it. You know, you can kind of we can bring it back for a ten episode run and celebrate the workers on the front line of COVID. You know, whether they're first responders or hospital workers, whatever, and or people who have been financially like decimated by the whole COVID thing. Mm. Maybe their whole whole household has lost all their income. We can get them on the show. We can have some fun. We can say some stupid things, and they can win a hundred grand this time. But how are you how are you going to survey a hundred people social distancing wise? Because you used didn't you used to just survey the studio audience? Was that the deal? How dare you peek behind the curtain of the magic of television, young man? Uh, we will cast the net far and wide. So there's heaps of people that are busting to come on the show that didn't get the chance last time. So you can go to 10 Play um, on our the Channel 10 website and, and just join the casting link there mm-hmm. for your chance to be a part of it. Like, and, and it's it's so good. Like The thing I love about it is you can never prepare for what someone is going to say, and that's yep. the magic of it. And it's always, it's always the grandmas that always surprise you. They come on reluctant under the show, all timid and elderly, and then they're the ones who are answering the question, like, name something you put in the boot of a car, and most people would say a spare tire, uh, the shopping, it's it's grandma who goes, a dead body. Um, <laughs> or a live one, a live one can go in, that's <laughs> And then you've got to break it to the family, I'm sorry to tell you, but your grandma apparently is a hit woman. Yeah. <laughs> How long has it been since you've seen granddad? <laughs> hey, Grant, I'm, I'm looking here... Um, you put a photo up as saying ISO has been a, you know, been busy for you. Um, how much weight did you put on in isolation? That's just a bad photo. No. Are you talking about my chinny chin chins? Yes, yeah. your many chins. Did you, did yeah. you pack on a couple? Things were spiraling a little bit there. There was, there was a time when I reached for a wine bottle, you know, more than I, I definitely reached for a pair of runners, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And I, I had to rein that back in just a little. I think we've all been there at some point through ISO. But yeah. the worst yeah. part for us was... Was I don't know about you guys. Was homeschooling? Mm, like it yeah. was. Oh man! No matter how smart you think you are, it only takes your child and homeschooling to remind you. Like my four-year-old goes to me at some point. Hey, Dad, can you stop helping me? Because 
Um, every time you do, I feel like I'm getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Did you say that's because I've drunk a bottle of wine before we started this? Um, Nothing's up. And I do love that you guys committed to daytime PJs. So you had your nighttime PJs and your daytime PJs. Formal, very formal. <laughs> I'm not talking for days. I'm not even talking for weeks. I'm talking. I'm talking for four months. <laughs> How often do you do you wear t- the same pajamas two days in a row? Like, do you or are you on every day a fresh pair? No, I I think it's uh, it feels irresponsible to go every day fresh pad. You're mm. sort of overloading the washing system. You know, you're committing you know unnecessary suds into our sewers. Mm. So I, I go to three. I go to three days. Three days. I'll go three or four. Mm. Yeah, to be honest, I'll probably go seven or eight. But I'm yeah. trying to sound like I know what I'm doing. What are you? I, I sleep nude, so it doesn't apply. But I, I do sniff tests. Right. I, <laughs> I do that when I sleep nude too. Uh, but... I, I, I wash them. <laughs> You really? can throw then... them at the wall and they stick and wash them. <laughs> but what does that mean? If they don't smell after two weeks, you still go? Yeah. But yeah. that never happens. But he, Grant, he has no idea. His wife does the washing and just replaces Not them. Not true. I put on a load of washing last night. Oh, what a hero. And then I walked up the stairs going, don't worry about the washing, babe. I've just put it on. And she goes, did you hang it out and then put it back into the shelves too? Nah, you just wanted the credit for the washing. That's mm. right, Grant. See? Mm. Where's the, my reward? It's the yeah. same as my father-in-law taught me, Grant. I don't know if you've ever done this. If you ever clean something when your wife's not at home, leave mm-hmm. one little bit of it left over at the end, and even yeah, if you're good. sitting on the couch, when you hear the car pull in, quickly jump up and oh. be cleaning still when she walks in the door so this she sees brilliant. you in the act. This is brilliant. I don't know whether you should do the same thing if the dog does a turd in your house. Don't leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, um, it is a great show. It's fun to sit down and watch with all your family, family feud. It's coming back to Channel 10, and if you are a frontline worker, go to the website now, um, the Channel 10 website, and apply. Great to talk to you, buddy. Love you guys. Take care. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Just say the darndest things. Don't you just love what comes out of the mouth of a child? Mm. Sometimes it is a truth and it is uh, in front of the wrong people. They'll say, but you said this, Mum, or you said this, Dad. You're like, no, I didn't. No, you did. Remember when Arnie was saying this and you were like, eh. Like Here, the, um, I've got the recording. Yeah, like the guy that took his kid to work. And um, she was upset, and he said, what's wrong? She goes, where are all these clowns you said you worked with? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my six-year-old son is a nightmare to get into bed. Like, he just, you give him an hour warning, a three-day warning, (laughs) anything, and, you know, you do the promise it's not going to be an argument tonight. No, tonight's not the night, I promise. We cut a deal with him to say that if he Mm. slept in his own bed without whinging for seven days straight, he could have fortnight. Did the classic six-year-old thing, got Fortnite and went straight back to his whole ways. Wow. Mm. So one night I flipped over the holidays. Mm. I just I skitzed out. Mm. And, um, you know, like a, when you were a kid and you used to get a flogging from your mum or your dad and on every word they would hit you? Mm. Like, why don't you behave? Did you get the wooden spoon? Nah. Oh, we had the wooden spoon. I got the belt. Mm. Oh, did you? Oh, right. And you knew you were in trouble when mum came down the hallway and the belt wrapped over, snapping it. Like, mm. sk- sk- But anyway, that's how angry I got. I didn't hit him. I hit the bed, though. And Esther thought I was hitting him. So <laughs> she'd come in like, what's going on? I'm, here I am. The going, mattress I'm hoping, not you. Just! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hit, open hand, it's hitting the top of the mattress. Like, <gasps> why? Why? Uh, uh, you just go to Sleep! Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I reckon his adrenaline would be pumping and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. would never not sleep. He said, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. There's nothing to be scared of! You know what? You should be more scared of me! Yes. 
Yeah. Well, it's been eight years for me, so... Uh, <laughs> Did anyone come in and kidnap you last night? No. The week before that? No. Why would they come in tonight? Anyway, so as we're having this argument, mm. he says to me, right... I've recreated the moment because obviously I wasn't filming this or recording this. You got because... him to act the moment. No, I... no, 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 no. I've I've got reenacted. Oh, okay. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I've, I've reenacted. I'm very angry, but if we just want to go through this again, just for uh... what's my motivation, Dad? Now I don't know whether he's pitched my voice here or not. Who okay, knows? Because I'm already right. high pitched. Okay. But what I want you to do mm. is, and I this is where the argument ended because I didn't know how to answer this question. Right. I want you to respond. To respond. Okay. I just walked out at this point. Okay. You can't tell me what to do. You didn't make me. Mum grew me in her belly. Huh? What did you even do? Nothing. I left the house for two hours when I knew the postman was coming. <laughs> I was there for two minutes. <laughs> <sighs> well, what do you say? Is it time to have the conversation? Because I, I, I think... Each... Not not at that moment where I was trying to work through bedtime oh, first. Oh, right. But like, what, what do you... Yeah. I, I was there and I had to help mum make it and I had to put up with mum not happy for nine months <laughs> <laughs> then I feel like oh. I would have been in a fight with Esther for mm, saying that yeah. mm, mm. so that's that's where that ended and now I don't put him to bed ever because oh, I want to go back there again walked away. Yeah. do you reckon oh. he honestly wants to know or not really? No, he's just throwing that no. at you. Yeah. Uh, he probably yeah, already knows. You. He's like, already found out from school. Just want to see how awkward <laughs> I'm going to make this with him. I'll bring up at bedtime. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Anastasia Palaszczuk today went toe-to-toe with the Federal Tourism Minister, insisting she won't be bullied into opening the borders. She won't be bullied, and she's got a tough job. Mm. You know, there is so much going on, and if... Anastasia ever wants to call the show, would love to hear from her. I do get a little bit desperate and then I get a little bit abusive because I <laughs> Doesn't ring us much. 131060 is the number, by well, the way, yeah. Anastasia. Yeah, we'd love to hear from her. I know she's busy. But it's well, also. Well, she does do... have time to call the ABC. I just want to say that. <clears throat> yeah, I know, right? And then they take a long time. We're only like four minutes. Yeah. Anyway, the borders. Whether we're going to open, because New South Wales are and Victoria are and South Australia are talking about it, but Queensland is like, no, I'm not going to do it for the school holidays, which is mm. what everyone is expecting. Mm. That's at end of June, start of July. And she goes, no, I'm not going to do then. Maybe towards September, we're seeing how we go. She's like, I'm not going to be bullied into it. And mm-hmm. she's had to do many press conferences. And yesterday she was saying the decision was so hard, she's not sleeping. These are really hard decisions, everyone. I mean... I have sleepless nights. I understand people are hurting. I understand people have lost their jobs. I want to get people back into work as quickly as possible. But if I don't do it safely, it could cripple our industry for years to come. And I look at that and I go, yeah, okay, good point. (laughs) And then she has a go with Victoria and New South Wales, basically saying, it's your fault, we're not opening. So I say to New South Wales and Victoria, get your cases under control so we can open everything up. Queenslanders are doing the right thing. South Australians are doing the right thing. Western Australians are doing the right thing. And we are flattening the curve and we're smashing the curve here in Queensland. Be able to open up our cafes and restaurants a whole lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Then a reporter tried to be like, come on. See, what happens with the reporters as well, if you watch the press conferences live, they keep asking the same question. Until mm. you crack. Because they're trying to crack her or they're trying to get some sort of like different slight answer where they can spin the story. Is this a crack? Where the way she responds? You obviously have a family. Do you want your family to have community transmission from New South Wales? Do you? Do you want to put that at risk? 
But I think we all care about our families. We all care about Queensland. So let's try and get Queensland open at, up as quickly as possible. Yeah. I think the whole thing was a crack. But I understand. I mean, she's, it's that tough thing. Do you do the tough thing or the, what, the popular but thing? But is it the tough thing? Because yes. when it opens, is mm. it still just going to go? Like, I feel we're not going to completely wipe it out. Mm. I think when things start well, to open not. up. They've told well, us not. that we will When not. things start open, people are going to be getting it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sort of, I'm, I'm supporting opening the borders because I need my babysitters back <laughs> from South Australia. Would you open up international borders? You mean you border? want to see your family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, because I got flights to America. No, but like <laughs> brass tax. So, would you open um, up international borders at this stage? No, not the answer is no. Of course not. not. So, why would we open up domestic travel as well when there's other uh, more cases in other states? I would because, and this is, I believe, is going to affect more families financially yeah. in the long term, and I believe there's going to be. Um, lots of restaurants, um, lots of businesses that go under, and I think there'll be lots more, I, I, I pray not, but deaths due to stress, depression, financial situations. I, I think, I feel like we have it under control, enough in Australia that we could open up. But see, when you say that one about how if we open it up now to avoid all that, that hardship later on... Mm. If it comes back in a second wave as hard as it did the first time, it goes back to level four. I don't think we will shut down, Stav. I don't think we will shut it down. We can't mm, financially. We we can't though. Mm. And I agree. I am so concerned about people's mental health from mm. losing their jobs. Mm. And Queensland tourism dollar is is huge. So I think that we need it. There's so many people that are struggling at the moment. And it's not to do with, I guess, the fears of the virus. It's to do with... What I find hard in Australia is... You're obviously supporting shutting down borders. Until they've got it under control. That is saying, though, that let's let some people die as opposed to others. No, it's not. I think... Completely. How how is it saying that? Let's let's let people get COVID and they might die. But it's... We're not saying that's not... That's... that's, that's, If if you open up the border and it, it spreads again... As opposed to shutting it down and getting it under control. So, so do we never... So if there is an outbreak in New South Wales, mm. do we say New South Wales people can they never ever come down. can never ever come to Queensland they, ever again? They shut it down until they get it no, under Steph, control I'm again. saying that we've got the, the app to be able to control it. Mm. I'm saying that I would say that things are happening like someone gets it in a Sydney school, they shut down the school, they clean it, they isolate those people. Mm. I think our health system now will be able to cater for those people that do get sick. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, oh, let's do elimination and see the weak die. I just feel that we're focusing so much on the virus that we might be able to control more. We can't control the economy, I don't think, mm. the same way while we're shut down. I, I think... Didn't it, expect it to be this heated. No. I just was like... But 1360, if you want to join in, do you yeah. feel like we should open the borders or not? It's good stuff, guys. Good stuff, guys. Well done. Um, <laughs> look, and this is everyone's divided on it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. There is no wrong answer, no right answer to this, but just your thoughts. We'll get you on next. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Anastasia Palaszczuk today went toe-to-toe with the Federal Tourism Minister, insisting she won't be bullied into opening the borders. It is a difficult one because even our experts cannot agree on it. There are, in, in the medical world, <laughs> that are advising the government, they all think different. That's mm. the problem for it. And the government has um, uh, said, federal government has said, look, we'll leave it up to the state to be able to work it out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fighting. And we want to know on 131060, do you think that Queensland should open their borders? Because we're trying to think that Victoria and New South Wales never even closed theirs. Don't think so. Mm. Um, We we shut, uh, Tassie shut, uh, South Australia shut. shut. Mm. Um, 
and, and there's talk now, and this is what's annoyed Scott Morrison, is that uh, people will be able to travel to New Zealand, but Before. not into Queensland. Mm-hmm. So Chanel and Caboolture, uh, what do you reckon? Do we open up the borders? <laughs> do, we, do we keep them shut? Morning, guys. Morning. How are you? Good. Okay, I love you guys, but I'm sorry I'm on Stav's side with this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, only because nursing side of things... Um, I, trust me, I get it. My sister-in-law, she's in Darwin, she's in the army, and we've got, you know, our our dad's 70th birthday coming up and being Tongan, it's a big traditional thing. Yeah. And obviously she can't come. So I get, I get that whole side. But medical side of things, if you think about it, if one person has it and then goes contact with that person plus 10 other people, then it's just going to spread again. And as doctors have said, we haven't even got our peak yet. Mm. Yeah, right. So... Shouldn't- Chantel, when do you think, because I was asking this to Stav, when do you think the borders are allowed to open? He was saying that if New South Wales has zero cases for a week, when do you feel that it is a good time? Like, honestly, I think, like, we're doing amazing now. I just I just think that they're moving a bit too fast. Even Queensland, I think they're moving a bit too fast. And I think really? we are doing awesome. Yeah, I really do. And to be honest, like, yeah, we've, we've slowed it down. Um, but to be honest, I think once there's a lower number with all of the states, not yeah. just Queensland and New South Wales, and I think with all of the states, I think then just to open up the borders throughout Australia, not to, for overseas travellers or anything. but Yeah, just Queensland. Yeah, just Queensland. Yeah, fair uh, enough. All right. Now, we have a self-employed small business owner on. They want to remain anonymous. Um, <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts? Keep the borders shut, honestly. Oh, see, I yeah. would have thought you would have said open them up, being a small business. What's your thoughts no, behind look, it? Well, even keeping the borders shut affects me directly. Yeah. Anywhere between 40 and 70% of sales a month. Wow. But community transmission, you've got to get it down. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, though, Anonymous, everyone's saying, look, it's okay now, everyone's on JobKeeper. When that finishes and we don't have those people back in an industry working and the government cannot dish out any more money, what's going to happen? Well, look, I'm on JobKeeper myself and I'm down $5,000 minimum per month. Mm. And honestly, I'd take the hit. But if that stops, the JobKeeper? No, 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 it's still going as far as I know. No, no but if, I'm saying stopped. if the borders haven't opened and people can't get back into an industry and it stops in September, what happens then? Well, I'll just keep losing money. I'd rather stay safe than uh. risk risk my health and everyone else's health for a couple of dollars. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sarah, you're on the air. What do you think? Um, I think that the restrictions should be loosened a little. Um, my um, husband works um, FIFO in WA and we haven't seen him since March. Oh, oh wow. thing. Is he not able to ap- apply, though, for work reasons? Well, well there are um, exemptions available. However, some of the sites won't allow you back on site if you have oh. travelled, even oh. with the exemptions. Right. So it's either work or, <laughs> yeah, stay yeah. home and don't have a job. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So it's really difficult. And I've got three kids under six. Mm. They haven't seen Dad in person for nearly three months. Mm. See, that's that's, that, that's a hard one because you think it should be relaxed just for people who work because you want to see your husband. But then yeah. my mum my wants to go and see our uh, new nephew who was just mm. born in Melbourne. So that's where I think the argument, and I'm, I'm not saying, like, I would love for you to see your husband. That's why I say open him up, Sarah. But then, like, who? Yeah. Do you, how do you pick and choose who gets to have the relaxation. Mm. Well, yeah, that's the hard part because the other reason is that I feel they should be relaxed is that my granddad passed away on Thursday last week and his daughter, my mum, lives in Tassie. Now, she can't get to the funeral. Mm. See, that's hard, isn't it? Uh, All right, Mm. Bree, 
Are most people at the moment saying keep yeah, them close? I think probably 90%. Yeah. Hey, Bree. Hey, how are you going? Um, I I think that they should be stay they should stay close. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a mum. I have a small family, and like I myself, I've lived in Queensland my whole life, and I've hardly seen any of it. I think that Queenslanders need to travel around Queensland and support local small businesses themselves. We really need to work together, but I think it's just too dangerous to open. Open the borders yet? There's so you're saying like cases still popping up. Open Queensland tourism for Queenslanders. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Queenslanders need to support other Queenslanders and small businesses. And look, I would love to jump in the car and travel up the coast and go and see somewhere I've never seen before. And it gives us a reason to do it because we're doing it for a really good cause, um, supporting other people and their businesses. I think the yeah. argument there, though, is with the borders shut, our industries are suffering, so people. Queenslanders don't have the money to splash Go it out. And travel. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's where it's... Yeah. But look, it's 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 the argument I'm, where you can argue for and against no matter what, really. No one, no, one has a, no one has a... Unprecedented times, Maddie. ...a magical mm. sort of... We're no. all in this Work together. Work out how it's going to go. No one's done it before. <laughs> Oh, Anastasia's on the line. Uh, well, we would. Nah. We really want to speak to Anastasia. <laughs> we're not. We're not thirsty. But if Anastasia, am, we, we want to get her thoughts on the air. Um, if she's listening, thirteen ten sixty. We're not. Give us a we're call. not bullying her though. No, no, no. That's no, my no. chat. You know, would talk. The New South Wales Prime Minister, Premier well, Wood. <laughs> we. I have requested <laughs> yeah. Siobhan, Our producer puts in a, puts in a request to her, and apparently we're getting her on at some point. So she'll be mm. hopefully by the end of the week. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Okay. Have a think, and everyone can answer this in their head. If you had to put a number or a percentage on how many decisions you make versus your partner, what would you give yourself? Mm. Like, who makes all the decisions for the household on whether you can go on holidays mm-hmm. or without the restrictions? Mm. Um, Me, or, I'm the man of the house. Okay, I'll all, make all the decisions. Where you live. <laughs> that she wants to do. What you buy. <laughs> <laughs> who makes all the decisions? You know the answer to that. But I want to hear a percentage. I reckon Esther makes 90% of the decisions okay. and the 10% that I make, yeah. she made them. She just let me think that yeah. I made them. What yeah. about you, Seth? 70-30. 70-30, yeah. yeah. In my... Which way? you the 70? 30. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. in my household, I would say that I probably make 99% mm. of the decisions. He chooses what beer he wants to buy. That's a big and one. It is. That's important. That's, a, big one. that's yeah. a lot of stress. God, you could take the slack on that one, can uh, you? The thing is, I've always complained... <laughs> I did. I bought it for him on the weekend. Of course, good girl. Yeah. Of course, you did. You'll drink mints this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I, I make all the decisions, and I've had a bit of a, a branch in the past of going. I don't want to make all the decisions. I want him to make the decisions. Mm. You do but, that about every, I reckon, quarter. Like every three the, months, you're like, I just want him. I, I want, want him, him to make to a decision. Organize like dates. Yeah. And we went to counselling once, and she looked at me square, and she said, "He's never going to do it. Mm. If you want him to organize something, put it in the calendar. You've got to organize something. I want you to want to do the dishes. <laughs> Why would I want to do the dishes? And I have now got to a point where I do all the decisions." That now is okay with it. So then I've got the control because mm. I get to choose whatever we have at the restaurant yep. or do anything, and it's fun. Mm. But then Scotty said to me he's going to do something for my birthday. And I was like, well, what? He's like, well, then that's not a that's, surprise. That's not how it yeah. works. And then I started to freak out because I'm like, I like making decisions. Yeah. So he yesterday was your birthday, and yeah. he left here in a bit of a tiz because you're like, he's organised... A birthday something. date or something. Yeah, and I was like, on what? a Tuesday. Tues- <laughs> I did say that. Who does it on a Tuesday? How's this? Yesterday. Well, you do it on your birthday, usually. <laughs> yesterday, I gave him a call and I was like, hey. 
and he was having a look at a car yard and getting a used car. And I was like, oh, I'll come and have a look at it. He goes, no, nah, already got one. So what? He said, what one? Oh, he bought a car. I'm like, without. do you want me to? He goes, no, all good. I'm, I'm at your home. I'm like, sweaty palms. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay. All right. You like it? He goes, yeah, I like it. So Are good. you sure you like it? <laughs> How I do you, how do you know if you like it, if, if I you... haven't told you? <laughs> and then I got home, and then I was like, I don't know if anything's happening. He came home from work. He put on his tracksuit pants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so maybe nothing. And I said, are you cooking dinner? He goes, yep, cooking dinner. So we got the chicken nuggets for the kids, and I normally cook. I was like, you know, he does gluten-free, so make sure. And he's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. I was like, no worries. And then he put a salmon in. So I was like, well, is it salmon for me? Is he eating? What's the deal? So I was like, all right, I'll just wait and see. Now all of a sudden, knock on the door. The babysitter comes over. Sweet. And I was like, hello. She's like, you didn't know. I was like, no idea. The salmon's for her. Ah. And he's like, get on your tracksuit pants. So hang on a second. Yeah. He cooked the kids the babysitter dinner all before you went out for your birthday day. Yeah. What a man. I don't even know who what he is. What a fabulous man. Don't but, ruin his I'm good work. I'm not going to. I'm, just, I'm very <laughs> confused about the whack on your tracky dacks. Yeah. He goes, whack on your tracksuit pants. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, make sure you're really warm. Uh. And I got in the car and uh. I was like, this is really weird. We were driving around and I was like, are you stopping at Thai? Because this is my favourite Thai restaurant. Yeah, I said, love Thai. But you've got to order online. And uh, he goes, yeah. And I said, but the, the online order is broken at the moment. He goes, I found all this out. It's all good. I've called. I was like, all right, went and got it. Ordered something different that I don't normally have. Mm. And then we went on our day. We went up to Mount Cravat Lookout Aww. and overlooked the lights and had a picnic. Can I just say, mm. what are people doing on Tuesday? Because everyone's having picnics. Not going to bed at four thirty at mm. eight thirty at night. Yeah, yeah, but were they up, up at Mount Cravat? Were they? It's like it's Mount Cravat yeah. Lookout, a bit like Mount Cutha. Completely. Well, you, uh, you go up for a bit of. It's a makeout <laughs> spot. Everyone was just is separated, yeah. just having their. We well, didn't picnics. get into each other's cars and make out. I'm trying to be like social distancing. Right. So let me let me just uh, in closing. Are yes. you? He's made a mistake here. Are you are you happy that it, it was very, great, or are you just surprised? Like, I'm or are you wondering who helped him? I'm so surprised, mm. and I think if you are like me, we might need to loosen ourselves oh up of control. Oh God and. What? And let other people make decisions because he made really good decisions and I'm always such a cow about it. And that's why he doesn't want to make decisions. And we're driving down the mountain and I said to him, I said, oh, don't do that. And I said to him, that was a really good night. Why don't you ever make decisions? He goes, because I don't want to make the wrong one because it makes you mad. I was like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be mad when he makes wrong decisions. Excellent. Yep. Just go. Yep, we yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. I killed the music yeah. so I could have that yeah. in perfect crystal clear high definition yeah. to play back to her later. Here's the news. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow are your chance to win uh, huge prizes. And remember, if you get 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. but we don't have cash at the moment. We'll let you come back to play for $10,000 when we do. So practice with your letter. It is K for, for Kim Kardashian. Happy and Matt's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Here we go. It's the Lucky Dip Edition. You are guaranteed to win the prize when you get on. Um, obviously, we've had to make some changes to our budgets and the show uh, in these unprecedented times. We're all in this together. Same uh, boat. Yep, that's it. We uh, will, though, if you get 10 out of 10 in a game over this time, we will get you back to play for $10,000 when the budgets return. So there is still big incentive to get it all right here. Mm-hmm. And playing this morning from Mitchelton is Virginia. Morning. Morning. How are you? <laughs> We're good. Uh, you have been listening. You've got four four clues, I hear. 
Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, and your letter is S for stav. If you can't think pick, uh, quickly, just say pass, and you can't repeat the same answer twice. Yep, no worries. All right. Virginia, your time yep. will start when I finish the first question, which is, name an Australian city. Sydney. Name something that is round. Uh, soccer ball. Name a clothing accessory. Scarf. Name something tall. Tall. Uh, um, stab. Yep. Name a female <laughs> fashion brand. Sports girl. Name a brand of potato chip. Smith. Name a music artist. Salt and pepper. Name a colour. Sage. Name a, uh, something you can drink. Uh, soda. Name a high school subject. Sports. Oh! Was sage, was sage a colour, though? I'd take sage as a colour. Did you say green? sport right at the end, though? Yeah, she did. Yeah. But I the, think it was the after the buzzer. Adjudicators are saying no. nine out of ten this morning. <laughs> that was very good. Wow. <laughs> wow. <sighs> so. okay, the good news is, with the Lucky Dip Edition, you're guaranteed to win when you get on. And if we go over to Abby there in the prize room, it is a <laughs> wonderful prize this yes, morning. Yes, Today, you've just got yourself a $150 voucher to spend at Hope Initiative Jewelry. For oh, every wow. bangle purchased, a charity pack is provided to one of the wonderful charities they support. You can go to the hopeinitiative.com.au. Oh, thank you so much. They're beautiful. They are very nice. Mm. Great gifts And they've got, like, well. different meanings on them as well. Like, never give up or you've got this, which is beautiful. There you go. That's gorgeous. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. What's up? It's Kelly Rowling. We love her. She is doing a brilliant job on The Voice. She brings the fire. Kelly Rowland, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Good. And we're loving The Voice. Each year I always say, oh, I get oh, nervous. Good. There's not going to be many good contestants. <laughs> <laughs> no, completely the opposite this year. And by the way, I can't even front. Like, I felt the same way. I was like, how are we going to top last year? How are we going to top last year? And here I am, four years in, and I'm like, Oh, crap. Like, everybody's really amazing, you know? I am concerned, though, Kelly. Do you know what's going to happen? Because you've gone, you, you filmed at the start of the year, and then you've gone um, back to the States, and isolations happen, and, and borders have shut down. Have you guys got an exemption to be able to come back for the live shows? We are trying to see what exactly is going on. Everybody, of course, at The Voice and all of our teams are trying to figure out and by the way, my son, my five-year-old son is like, are we going to Australia? Like his favorite <laughs> place in the world is Australia. And, you know, we have a tradition now to where every time we come, you know, he has his best buddy Ollie there and we go to Wales and, you know, he's really sad about not being able to do that. So it's, you know kind of really, really rough on my five-year-old just as much as it is on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, in, in America, I... um. I follow Ryan Seacrest on Instagram, so I see a lot of his stuff, and, and I got obsessed with American Idol over there. Everyone had to perform from their houses, mm. so everyone was in their garages and things Whoa. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I thought would have been a, a massive thing. Um, imagine, and we're lucky here in Australia with our cases, so it shouldn't get to that, but imagine if you're over there in America, Boy George over in the UK, everyone's performing from <laughs> their garages all over the world. Like, would, If that was the case, would you be up for that? I mean, I would be, but here's the thing. 
I like checking George live. <laughs> I like giving him. I like giving him hell live, and I like him giving me hell live. I would miss it as much as I would probably be irritated. I would miss it. I would. I mean, I miss him now. You know what I mean? And I miss Delta now. And and I just feel like it's really tough, you know, to to not have that kind of like personal chemistry like when it's like right next to you on the stage and you know now we got guy and it's like second year and we're like gotta flow with guys so i would be disappointed for sure but i mean the show must go on yeah Mm. there was talk and this is guy sebastian said it he said that on the show because you guys do you brought up george uh and i know that you guys have fought and i love that you guys are next to each other in the seats because i'm like "Uh uh uh-huh this is fun Um, but you know it is i guess a healthy competition there's arguments but guy sebastian said that there was an argument between one of the girls on the show so either yourself or delta and that you haven't had a chance to work it out face to face because you had to social distance is that with you or delta um (laughs) it's with you he's with you Oh God! Um, that's very interesting. I can't believe he brought that up to everyone. Wow. Okay, him in more trouble. So we do it. Okay, he didn't, he yeah. didn't give us full details. He didn't, no, he didn't what, give us full details. He said that he wants to see you in person. So I don't know what happened. Well, then you know what? We're two adults. We'll see each other when we see each other in person, and we'll talk. Mm-hmm. It's such healthy competition. It, it makes you that competitive to the point to where, like, you stop. I'm. I'm side-eyeing, like, Guy Sebastian, who has the nicest smile, the most, you know what I mean? He's such a nice guy, but I was like, what the? <laughs> that like, means he blocked we, you. We had a little run no. He must have blocked you from taking someone. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. When you said side-eyeing, I thought you said cyaniding. I thought you were poisoning his water for a second. There. <laughs> no, no, I would never. I would never. Uh, so, yeah, so, y'all use side-eye over in Australia, right? Side-eye, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. No. What's up? It's Kelly Rowley. The Voice, Channel 9, uh, it's back on tonight. Make sure you get on there. It's the blind auditions. Uh, it's my favourite part of the whole show. Kelly Rowland is uh, on with us this morning. Thanks for sticking around, Kelly. No, thanks for having me. We're um, also all loving, we were jamming out to it uh, before the interview came through, your new single, Coffee. Coffee. Oh, we're oh, why, thank you very much. I'm so excited for new music this year. I ha- Oh, man, I had a performance planned for this year for the show, so... I'm hopeful that we can figure something out, man. The film clip is awesome, and I know how passionate you are about supporting other women. Do you know? And I've always, I've always loved yeah. that you sort of, you've always seen like you've got that motto. Was that something that you guys even started back in Destiny's Child, where you're like, no, 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 we're never going to be the people that bring down e- each other. We're going to support and champion other women. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I will get way too deep with this, but I just feel like women are the most incredible creatures on the planet. You know, and it's it's because we are smart, it's because we have intuition, it's because, you know, we are just women, you know what I mean? And for me, when we are talking about each other or dragging each other down, it just gives the opposite sex that, you know, a little bit of extra power that they don't need. They have enough. (laughs) We've had to fight for all of ours, you know, for, for ages. So, yeah, we have to always support each other, for sure. Hey, are you, uh, Kelly, are you on TikTok? Okay, so here's my situation with TikTok, okay? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it, by the way, and I'm, I'm trying to search you at the moment. I tried I'm, to love it, and I I'm, couldn't get into I'm, it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> Guy, 
guys, I'm really trying, but it's like the hardest thing for me to get into. Um, unless it's something that has to do with like talking. But like all the dances, I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a little like forced when I try like one of these dances, like with, you know, my nieces or something like that. Mm. So I just stick to like all the little dialogues. Those are fun, but I need to post one because yeah. I have one. I, I think it's a bit too hard with you, though, Kelly, because you're actually like you guys are professional dancers. Do you mm. know, like you've always done it. What's good about TikTok is you're seeing people that you didn't think could dance. What's mm. your handle? Because I'm That's trying to search. Idea. Yeah, there's lots of fake Kelly accounts, and I don't want to follow those losers. I want the real one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to. Okay, I have to create an account. Oh, I, I'm okay. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I hope I have an account, guys. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's someone who would have got the, the Kelly Rowland official already. Isn't there someone that should have done that for yes, you, Kel? Come I'm on. Like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I'm sure that my assistant has that handle saved for me. I, I hope she does. Mm. I'm what? sure she does. Well, there's a Kelly underscore Rowland that has 341 followers. Why would she need followers. an underscore, though? Underscores um, for the people that... Aren't Kelly Rowland. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. I'm just saying what I'm hey, saying. Kelly, last time I saw you, I flew over <laughs> to Melbourne or Sydney, I can't remember, um, to, to interview you. And after you were talking about you'd been so busy here in Australia, you wanted somewhere to take um, the people that had been working with you on a holiday. And you, you asked mm-hmm. for travel advice, and I gave you Lathala Island in Fiji. And I didn't know if you ever used it, because then someone gave me a call, one of your PR, to see what it was again. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go? No, I didn't go. I didn't go, but it was Fiji that we were trying to go to for sure. Yeah, well, I remember that. Yeah, don't ruin it though, because I've been telling everyone I gave Kelly Rowland um, <laughs> <travel> advice. advice. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Where did you send it?" <laughs> no, no, that's still the funny thing is, is like me and my husband because we, of course, were just at home for quarantine, and he was like, "Babe, like if we were to go, you know, somewhere for our honeymoon, like our not honeymoon, sorry, our anniversary." Mm. Um, my God. Oh, that's, that means it's still, oh, there's animals. It's cute. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but basically, where would we go? I'm like, that's good because obviously I still feel like it's first, like honeymoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we definitely said Fiji. We, we definitely keep saying Fiji because we feel like we've gone to so many, been blessed to go to so many different places. And Fiji sounds like the move because we've never, we've both never been. Mm, yeah, wow. Well, you sound like you're at a you're at a play gym or something with your son at the moment. You're um, is that him in the background playing? Yes, basically, it's him wetting me up with um, all the pool water all on the side of my face right now. So. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. times. Why, yeah. why can't that's the thing? And I it's bet it's you Memorial Day here. Oh, oh right. yes, of course it is. Uh-huh. I bet you before you picked up the phone to speak with us, he was quiet. He was minding his own business, <laughs> and the middle, the minute you went hello, he he's like, "Mom, mom, look you're at on mom. the phone. Look at mom. Look at." <laughs> you know exactly how this whole situation goes because when I tell you, he was quiet, making the whales sing, like doing all of the Dory voices, and now he's just got every sound he can think of, including splashing me and everything. But as long as he's having fun, because I know that this quarantine has been really tough on kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're looking forward um, to having you hopefully back in the country for the live shows. We know you're doing everything that you can, um, but The Voice is back on uh, tonight on Channel 9. Kelly Rowland, uh, we love hanging out with you. We really appreciate the phone call. Thank you. I love you. I love you guys, too, and thank you so much for the phone call. I have fun. This is a great way 
to start my afternoon, and I hope it was a great way to start Charles' morning over there. Oh, it was Always perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now, I look forward to having you back. If you want to bomb dive into the pool All to right. wrap up the interview, we're okay with that as well. But I guess I'm not sure what you're wearing at the moment if you're fully clothed. <laughs> Is this not. a weird way of asking what she's wearing? Yes, no. it was. No, I just realised. I can't. Kelly, just, like, what, are you, what are you wearing oh, at the God. moment? Don't ruin it now, guys. You can see on my Instagram I have a pink bathing suit on right yeah. now. Oh, we'll go on. Bomb dive. Hey. What did you say? I was going to say, do a bomb dive into the pool to wrap it up, wrap up the interview. But you you oh, probably don't want to ruin no, your hair. No, no. I'm not. No, I don't even care about my hair. It's my phone. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Abby has a voicemail on her phone that could either be um, someone telling her she's won the lottery. <laughs> someone the Chinese lottery? Her. Yeah. That'd be a lot too, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I, yeah. Well, you're famous in China. It was my... <laughs> we well, all did a documentary there, remember? Oh, that's true. And I did a wine, um, uh, a wine ad. In China, oh, so for many years I kept right. getting a check for it still. Uh, but I was a bit excited because it was my birthday yesterday, so I thought a parcel was coming. This was the voicemail I got. This is DHL International Express Passenger Information. And then I was presuming there's a lot of scams going around, so it has yeah. to be a, a scam. Everyone got the voicemail, but I just want to know what it said. So the reason you thought it was a parcel is because they say DHL, and that's a delivery service that I use. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, um, good. Cindy oh, good, is on the air. Uh, Cindy, we're assuming that's Mandarin. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. And what are they saying? <laughs> is there, this is um, um, the reception forum and detail, mm-hmm. and uh, you got a very important delivery, mm-hmm. and we've been trying to contact you many times, and this is your last notice. If you would like to have your parcel, please um, call detail back and uh, dial nine for the assistance. Oh. Gee, I better be quick, hey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did they give it? Did they give a phone number on there? Did they give a specific phone number to ring back? Sorry. Did they give her a number to ring back? Because if she just Googles DHL and rings it's them. It's a scam. Look, uh, mm. <laughs> to be honest, guys, yeah. with the DHL, who would the... <laughs> I've I received many sort of messages like before, like mm. that before. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Abby. I'm... No, 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 no. I'm just... Impressed. Better than her losing all her money, Cindy. I wish I spoke a different language. Um, now, we've got Alex from Burpengary. Hi. Hey. Hey. Do you also have a parcel coming yesterday? I was uh, awaiting a parcel uh, for my wife, but um, I actually called DHL myself yesterday for the same situation. Mm. Um, They actually told me it is a legitimate scam. Um, It's exactly what the previous lady said. Mm -hmm. Um, A legitimate scam. um, That's confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Sorry. (laughs) It's legit a scam. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That's the word she used. If you want Um, to be scammed, send them money because it's a legitimate one. (laughs) So basically they are requesting that you pay them for some unknown reason to receive this unknown parcel that may never be coming your way. Right. Okay. The joy that a parcel brings you when it comes though, you would pay to find out. What am I going to give them? Mm. How much were they, how much were they asking or they, they don't tell you an amount? They just say. Apparently no um, exact amount. It's just a contact us and um, we'll let you know how much you owe us in regards to receiving your parcel from us. Yeah. Okay. okay, right. There you go. Really what the concern is, 
What database have we all put our number on? Mm. Maybe they don't. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, that's really what it is, is mm. they've got the numbers from somewhere. Did they tell you where they think they're getting people's details from, Alex? Do you know that information? Uh, no. When I asked them yesterday, they basically said um, it's just like a lucky draw from, of numbers and obviously people's um, numbers are online, the public knowledge. Yeah. So some some shop you've I gave an incorrect number when we were looking at getting a car, and I gave a wrong oh, number. The, the old don't. don't well, I did really do it deliberately, but rather than a seven, apparently I, I put a one. So the guy called it up and said, "Hey, Abby," and she said, "Yes." Mm. And he said, "This is Abby." And said, yeah, I'm buying a car. And she goes, "No, in Brisbane. No, I live in Melbourne." So he got the wrong number and but called. And how's the chance of someone wow. answering? Oh, God, go for the trifecta. Did she buy the car? Mm. <laughs> no. Ah, spewing. <laughs> would have been a cool story. It would have been a great story. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, no. Good luck getting no your parcels, parcels I guess. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Jeanette in Carindale, it is our last calls. Anything you want to talk about, you can. 13, 10, 60. What do you want to, what do you want to oh. say? I was just calling in regard to the Chinese parcel scam just to give a bit more information on that one. Because oh, yeah. um, I support students at the University of Queensland and we've had uh, students lose tens of thousands of dollars to that one. Um, oh. It is quite common and it's quite sophisticated because it starts with you'd have a parcel, but mm-hmm. then the parcel ends up having something uh, illegal in it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, basically, they start threatening you with imprisonment mm-hmm. um, and you lose your visa. And so they start, and they've even got like Chinese. Um, police websites that they direct you to, oh. but they're actually not real. But you look up the number and it looks like a, a legitimate police Chinese oh, group. So you've had students that have been duped into At what point do they tell you, I guess, they don't admit it for a while? Well, we've had sometimes students approach on receipt, receipt of the call, mm. um, but then we've had other students, sometimes even before they've paid the money, you kind of say, no, look, it's a scam. But I think they get so convinced yeah. and yeah. so scared about the threats because they're international students and they worry about losing their visa or their ability to go home. So, and you're um, in another country, so you, I mean, you, you're out of your comfort zone and you don't know who to trust. Yeah. And wow, that's how are you yeah. going with students now? Are there some that um, are still overseas waiting to be able to get back to Australia? Um, yeah, there's a lot of students overseas. Yeah. We're, our numbers are right down. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, there you thanks go, for your call. The scammers thought you were a uni student, Abs. You can take that one. That's my youthful look, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was the way you drink. Oh, is it put up? I put my name down at the uni bar for cheap drinks yeah. on yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> That's how they got my number. Yeah. Uh, and Brent, Brent in Camp Brent in Camp Hill. What do you want to say? Uh, Matthew, I'm really upset with you. Oh, he's Brett's ripped out of Matthew. Mm. That's how upset yeah. Matthew, you are. John, Paul, Acton. Peter. Peter. <laughs> Ringo. Um, uh, what, yes. what have I done, Brett? You said something on the radio this morning that made me very late for work. Oh. oh, what have oh. You done? Did he say the wrong time or something? No, no, no. He said an address. Oh, okay. Let's, um, let's play. Oh, hang on. The producers have got the audio from what All right, let's Brett's roll talking it. about. Did you live on Stanley Street? Yes. Number 49 Stanley Street. Yeah. Darlinghurst. That was that I, was my old address in Sydney. Yeah, we found out that there's um, a, an Abby Coleman who uh, is registered oh, to that no. address who What's is owed, no. owed $1. Brett, why did that make you late? I think I know why. <laughs> I was on my way to Albany Creek. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it said I was going in the wrong direction, so right. I changed my directions, and then I realised... 
where the address was sending me to. You, your voice changes at maps on his direction. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so My you... GPS said I was going the wrong way and it sent me the, in a totally different direction. So you started going down to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Long trip to work and to work. Yeah. Well, oh, he, apparently I've got money oh. there. Can you pick up the dollar with you? Know? <laughs> oh. So you've got a voice-activated GPS system and it picked me up. And, and yep. turned. That's so strange. I didn't even say "Hey Siri" or anything like that. No, no, that was Google Maps too. There you go. Is it because? Yeah, right. Well, <clears throat> uh, where do you where do you want to go, Brett? Where are you off to no, now? I mean, apologise. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I was like, I've got the power. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, there you go. I thought he was just excited and went to the website, so he's late because he was looking yeah. for lost Imagine money. That you're going to Albany Creek, you're following your directions, you're going past Dreamworld. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this is okay. Uh, <laughs> Stacey, Wellington Point. What do you want to say during last calls? Oh, hi, I just want to say about the borders being closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's, it's okay that they are closed, but I think they need to widen the exemptions of why people can come. Mm-hmm. And this is the point of my call, really, because um, I'm having my first baby in July, oh. and our, all of our families are in Sydney, and we haven't seen them since Christmas, and nobody can come. No. And I kind of think if they could just let my mum over the border mm. <laughs> and potentially my mother-in-law. Yeah. Oh, potentially. potentially. <laughs> that, I'd be happy with that because then that would put them at ease a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's stressful. But don't give us a call after when your mother-in-law's there and say, can we close the borders? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that also, yeah. could I, sorry, I was hoping you maybe had a you get what you get and you don't get upset T-shirt because nobody knows what we're having. Oh, oh. yes! Oh. And I they're harassing we... us because yeah, they I think, think we, we should tell them. Oh, so you know? I know. We know. But yeah. You're not telling oh, anybody. Stacy, this is a mm, what vibe? Yeah, I'm sure we can drop one up. Secret. Yeah. How pregnant are you? Do we have one Extra large? maternity one? Thirty-two weeks. Mm. Thirty-two. Oh yeah, we'll dig something up for yeah, you. We do. I All reckon right. you're gonna have a girl. Well, I'll let you know. Yes, I can't do. say it on the radio. No, yes. of course not. Based on what? Pardon? Based on what? Based on 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guess. Maths, bro. <laughs> Maths. Good on you, Stacey. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. As we wrap up, a wonderful day that we've shared together as always. It's wedding day today. Yeah. And look what I have. A head? Beautiful bone structure. It's what I call a Matty Acton. Mm. I have a big pimple on a wedding day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I had an enormous, disgusting zit that I squeezed the crap out of on my forehead. It was big, wasn't it? It was huge. huge. And the problem was, my minister was like, you know, I can't marry three people at the same time. (laughs) My best man. Was a ga- is a gay man, mm. and he encouraged me to put some sort of acid thing on it oh. <laughs> two days before the wedding, oh. so it wasn't actually a pimple. It, it was, was a, a scab. Yeah. I only talk about You talked about it so much on radio. That's why I bring it up, because it's just fun. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Footy baby, mm. NRL. Tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. She's back. Suncorp Stadium. What time does kickoff? Uh, 8.30, I think. Usual. 8, 8 o'clock. I know. And this is what brings me to it. 
I've been I've been fanging for football. Yeah. I've missed it. We really right now should be we should be having that fire in our belly of state of origin as we creep closer to that. Mm. But everything has been turned upside down in these unprecedented times. We're all in this together. Same storm, different boat. The issue is, I want to watch the game. Yes. But why so late, Channel 9? Mm-hmm. I know it's about your ratings, and I know it's about your revenue, and I know it's all about all that stuff. I think it's about everyone else. Like, you're the only yes. one that goes to bed early. It's very, very annoying, that, because I get up quite early to do this breakfast radio show. Why don't you watch replay in the morning? It's not the same. You know, it's not the same. <laughs> Nothing's the same. Nothing. There'll be no in these crowds un- there. In these unprecedented times, can they not play the game at 6 o'clock, send me a copy of it, and then just play it at 8, 8.30 on the show? Do you show. know they're talking about playing the grand finals at night? No, they play at night at the moment. They're talking about, oh, you're saying for AFL? Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, for AFL, they're thinking about playing it at night so that yeah, more people can watch, watch it, it on TV. Well, see, NRL's the opposite. It's played at night at the moment. It used to always be during the day. Yeah, they're great. talking about going back, back to the, the 90s, afternoon. 80s, 90s, great. swinging it forward. Mm. Oh, really? the real 80s, fun time. Good times. But anyway, <laughs> Channel 9, it's going to be 7.50, which is too late for me. Thanks, but no thanks. Didn't have it. Got it back. Upset. Are you going to watch it then or are you going to go still, to bed early? I'll still watch it. Brilliant. I'll still watch it yeah. and drink beers in bed. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But it would have just been better if it was at like six. <laughs> Can't have it all, I know. Why don't you call Anastasia? Yeah. I'll show you. She doesn't call back. <laughs> Rory's gone back to school this week after, when did we work it out? Seven, eight weeks. Eight, eight or nine weeks. If you uh, include the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Nine weeks at home. First day was pretty, pretty sweet. Second day, it's just not as much fun making slime by yourself. Oh, <laughs> you're funny. Road yeah. me. <laughs> the amount of games that Stab has invented, yeah. I'm pretty sure Rory wasn't even there. She was probably watching YouTube and the other thing, and he's like, look, it's so much fun. Sitting look at my backyard, drawing on the ground. Shooting no one with my Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> you miss your friend. You no always, to... you always got your tramp, though. Yeah, it's not. Uh, no one to double bounce me. <laughs> what about cat? <laughs> if I came over and you two were on the trip, I'll give you a moment. <laughs> yeah. So, can you, can you just come over and rate my drawings this afternoon? Say, say I'm doing a good job. That's not what Rory says. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking us to have a play date? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> I've got Nutella. <laughs> I'm there, sweet. We're done. Mum doesn't let me have Nutella. No, I'll come to your exactly. Yeah. Why our house is so popular. Thanks for donating. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. It's a podcast. Great to have you on. Bye, guys. Bye.